When you don't go to Geico.com, car insurance can be confusing. Like Swedish techno confusing. Bark, bark, meow, meow. Dance with me, purple cow. Bark, bark, meow, meow. Ooh, you lovely cow. Geico makes it easy. With 24-7 access, all you have to do is go to Geico.com and you can save money on car insurance. It just makes sense. Unlike, you know. Dance with me, purple cow. I like your moves. Welcome to the Power Your Life radio show with host and success doc, Joanne White. Author, speaker, certified coach, and energy master, Doc White gets to the heart of what matters most. She features guests and experts to help you consciously create more success, health, and wellness in every area of your life, work, and relationships. They'll share their success stories, wisdom, and know-how to help you shine more light onto your day and into your life. Power your life right now. Here's Joanne White. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in, and wherever you are, this is a really important segment, really important show, because many of us are looking for ways to be healthy. Many people do not want to be on medication if they don't have to, and I think that there's an increase, I don't know statistically, but an increase in challenges with with um stomach, gastrointestinal challenges, reflux, whatever. And there are ways, healthier ways, better ways that can really add to your overall health and wellness. And today I'm going to speak to an expert on not just about the power of probiotics, but so much more. And I'm talking about Dr. Rabina Tahir, who is a chiropractor, an author, and the host and producer of her new show, Rx, on MyNewPhilly.com. Dr. Rabina Tahir has practiced in both the United States and Canada. She's a leader in the health and wellness industry, and she's also an instructor for New York Chiropractic College. Dr. Tahir is the host and producer, as I said, of this new show, which is Rx, It's about bettering your health, and she also has a health column in Philly Man Magazine. Dr. Rabina introduces us to probiotics, what they are, where they come from, and how we know if we need them. Welcome, Dr. Tahir. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Thank you so much for the introduction. I appreciate that, and it's great to be here. It's a pleasure to have you, and you were on my Power Your Life TV show, and it was great to have you then, and we were face-to-face, so this is a little bit different. However, as I said, you have so much information, and what we're going to talk about or focus on today is so important because many people don't know about the benefits of it, benefits of probiotics. So first, what is it? So simply probiotics are good bacteria. So our body has both good and bad bacteria. They exist together. Um, And so we want to make sure that we have a proper balance. That's really the key. And so you always want to make sure you have more of the good bacteria versus the bad bacteria. And so when you have too much of the bad bacteria, that's when we have 
disease. That's when disease onsets, and that's when our symptoms start. So you want to pay attention to how you're feeling. You know, you brought up some good points with the reflux and the gas and the bloating. So where are you at? Connecting with your body, identifying with your body, and keeping the bad bacteria at bay. They're there. They can be there. There's many organisms inside the body. But, again, we want to replenish and we want to keep the good bacteria strong. And so how can we do that? And so there's foods, but there's also supplementing with probiotics. And so I like to think of the probiotics as the helper bacteria. They're helping us. They're helping us thrive each and every day, and it's a way to maximize your health. How do we know, Dr. Tahir, whether the harmful bacteria are overshadowing the, the good bacteria that's in our body? So an easy way to understand it in the beginning is to think about antibiotic use, right? So statistically, you know, we've probably taken, most of us have probably taken an antibiotic within the past 30 days, and that's pretty scary. That's a lot, right? And so when we take things like antibiotics, what we're doing is we are, you know, messing that balance of the good and the bad bacteria. So antibiotic use will, you know, kind of cancel out some of that good bacteria. And then the bad bacteria have an opportunity to thrive or to take over. And so antibiotic use is one of them, but like I said, also paying attention to your symptoms. And there's a lot of different research happening right now. So we're connecting symptoms that we have in the body to what's happening in the gut. And so that's the area where this is going. And so you're looking at all of your health, like what happens in the gut? You're absorbing nutrients, you're digesting food. And so constipation, even things like skin disorders and eczema um, are interrupting this balance. But, you know, really at the end of the day, because the demands of life are so difficult, we're not eating correctly every single day. You know, we're tempted, we're on the go. There's fast food and, you know, there's the idea of, the American diet, right? It's not the most healthy. So what are you even eating? So things like a lot of sugar can really deplete the balance of that good bacteria versus the bad bacteria. And we eat a lot of sugar. Um, Sugar is everywhere. Sugar is artificial sweeteners. We're loading that into our coffee. We're putting it into our tea. Um, And so the food options that are available on the go aren't, aren't facilitating this balance either. You know, there's also from, I'm used to reading labels, and and oftentimes something that you wouldn't be suspicious about has a lot of sugar in it, and we're not even aware of it. We buy something, and yet there's sugar in it all the time. Now, when people are taking other medications, because a lot of people have to be on medications for blood pressure, for heart, whatever, does that also contribute to upsetting the balance of of the good bacteria versus the bad in our bodies? Yeah, absolutely. I think so. And I think the best bet is always to consult with, you know, a healthcare practitioner. If you are taking medications for, you know, very serious illnesses, but um, even something as simple as an over-the-counter pain reliever, that has been shown in the research to upset this balance. So I think so, yes. But at the end of the day, um, taking a probiotic, can the research shows, can actually help with type 1 diabetes. So if you're on a lot of medications, it's generally very safe. But, of course, you want to take that extra step and talk to your family doctor or talk to a healthcare practitioner and make sure that what you're putting into your body is, you know, going to help you and not make the situation worse. 
So if somebody is on medication and they're introducing probiotics, you know, they decided that that that's important and they're introducing that as part of their daily regime, is that also something they should consult with um, a physician or, you know, a healthcare expert about so that they're aware you know, if there's any contraindications or no? Yeah, exactly. So you, you just said it right there. You just want to make sure that there's no contraindications. So, you know, different medications – you know, have different implications, right? So for me, you know, I always want to know what kind of heart medication is the patient taking? You know, is there a blood pressure issue? Are they taking blood thinners? But yeah, you want to, you want your healthcare practitioner to know exactly what you're taking. Because really at the end of the day, it's about the big picture, right? Like health is the sum of in an entire day. So, you know, by simply focusing just on a probiotic or just on a multivitamin or just taking vitamin C, you know, we don't want to get this tunnel vision. We want someone to really evaluate the whole picture for you. Um, it's really like a lifestyle change, right? Because even, for example, stress can throw off the balance in our gut, right? So when someone's evaluating you, you want them to look at every single option that's available to you so you can have a more holistic approach. Which, you know, you and I are on the same wavelength here because, I, you know, I, I like the alternative kinds of ways to really take care of my body. Now, you mentioned that, that probiotics are good for your skin. I didn't know that. What other benefits are there to probiotics other than the skin and, and, and the reducing the, you know, the unhealthy bacteria? What, what else can probiotics do for us? Sure. Sure. I just recently read a study a couple of days ago in which um, newborn infants up to six months who were suffering from eczema were um, given a probiotic and it helped with their eczema. So probiotics in the research are actually good for people of all ages for a variety of things. So eczema, skin condition. Um, Another research study that I was reading was linking the use of probiotics with allergies. And I know that in the summertime, a lot of my patients, you know, they're sniffling, there's sinus congestion. And so, you know, what can we do for allergies? Because, you know, having allergies throughout the day can be really debilitating. Um, and I know a lot of patients really struggle with that. But also irritable bowel syndrome, that's a good one. If you've had diarrhea or food poisoning, um, taking a probiotic can actually shorten the amount of days that you go through this bout of diarrhea. And so that's really important because you want to replenish not only, you know, what you've lost in terms of water and electrolytes, but what's happening in the gut and you want to do it fast. And I think for me, the reason why I really looked at probiotics was that I was having such a problem with dairy. And I don't know if you, um, if you like dairy, but if you eat yogurt, but for me, it just wasn't an option. I really needed an alternative And I think that's when I started looking into the power of probiotics and really understanding that supplementing with a probiotic can work as well as eating, you know, yogurt or foods that are are rich in probiotics. Well, I'm like you. I actually had reflux and, uh, you know, I didn't want to take any medication, which was what was recommended. And I eliminated uh, gluten, and I also and, and and I'm not saying everybody needs to do this. This is me. I eliminated gluten, and I elim- eliminated milk products, and I saw and I take bro- probiotics every morning, and I saw such a turnaround. It's like I didn't I didn't have those same symptoms anymore. So, 
I'm totally a strong proponent of probiotics, but also to decide if you know to take a look at, at what you're putting in your system. Like you said, how do we evaluate that? How do we know what we're putting in our system in terms of food or whatever? How do we know that they're helping us? Yeah, I think that you know we want to really stay stay with foods that are you know real raw foods. Like you want to always pay attention to like the leafy greens and you know for those people who like to have the yogurt in the morning, but maybe it's not working well for them. What about a smoothie that consists of kale and spinach and plum? Um, you know, incorporating those every single day. You want to really stay away from the processed foods. We know this, but we're still on the go and. You know, it's easy to go through the drive-thru or it's easy to grab something that we're going to put in the microwave. But really, you know, I joke around with my patients and I say, like, if you have to heat something up in the microwave, you should just not be eating it. <laughs> you know, all those dinners and all those those things that we can get, it's just not a good idea. So you want to look at the labels. You want to say, you know, especially the artificial sweeteners. Um, and also the high fructose corn syrup. So if you, you know, like to have a soda during the day um, or one of these juices, you really want to pay attention to the sugar content. And what's interesting is that the bad bacteria, they love sugar. They feed off the sugar. It's fuel for them. Whereas the, the good bacteria, they like the diet high, like in the fiber, the leafy greens, the organic foods. Um, so it's really just, you know, taking the time to read the labels and really even making a meal plan. I think that it can be overwhelming to say, you know, to break habits. Like, what are you going to do for the day? But meal prep is so important, and I think that that helps me as well because really you can make an entire chicken on a Sunday if you really want to, and you can portion it out, you can make your vegetables, and you can start tracking it that way. You know what? I do the same thing. I because I'm so busy like you, I actually do some cooking on a Sunday for the week and 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 some of it I even freeze. I got rid of my microwave. <laughs> I don't you even did? That's amazing. <laughs> I don't even have I I because I started to research Dr. Tahir, some of the negative, you know, some of the negativity about it. Now, again, I'm not saying to everybody go get rid of your that's not my suggestion, but that's not that was somehow it didn't feel right for me, and so I just don't. I I don't. I don't need to do that with my food. Now right, I want to talk right. a little bit about your wonderful new show. Congratulations, Thank RF. You so much. I appreciate that. Yeah, the on RF my new dot com. Right. Tell us a little bit about mm-hmm. the show, Doctor Tahir, and how it came about. I think I've always just had a passion for educating people about their options. And even just talking about the probiotics today, I really feel like people need to be informed. I want to inform my community about what's available to them. What are your options? You know, maybe you don't know about probiotics, but maybe after listening to this, it might, you know, connect the dots for you. And I think that that's what I wanted to do. So um, DRX and MyNewsOily.com is a show about bettering your health. And each and every week I might feature a guest, I might have a product, I might just talk about a health issue. Um, we just uh, were in the studio on Wednesday and we were filming a segment about fruit sushi, going back to foods and thinking about what you can put into your body. Um, so I wanted to show everyone, like, hey, we're going to make this right now. You can follow along at home. But it's really just a place of inspiration. And like I said, you know, I can inspire my patients in the office through chiropractic and the modalities that I choose to treat them with. 
But when they leave my office, I want them to be healthy as well. And so how can we continue the conversation? And that's what this show represents for me. It's a continuation of the conversation of health and wellness and all of the options and really empowering everybody to be able to make informed decisions. You know, you're in charge of your body. You can eat what you want to eat. You can work out the way you want to work out, but you have to have, you know, somewhere to be inspired or somewhere to get these ideas to motivate you. And so that's really my goal with the RX is to really just inspire people with their health and wellness goals. You know, I think that's so important because a lot of people think planning menus and, and they're rushing around, just like you said, it, it becomes a drag and, and they need some inspiration. And eating healthy and getting your whole family involved can be a lot of fun. And, and like you said, doing some some pre-planning so that you know in advance what you need and you're, and you're just not going for fast foods, I think, is key. Now, you also do a lot of teaching for other chiropractors, and there's one topic that, that's been getting a lot of controversy, and that is about how much sleep people need. I know, I think it's individual. I know I need a lot more sleep than most people. There was one time I was trying to reduce the, the hours. I was playing some tape to, to constantly reduce an hour or day or not, and it just didn't work for me. So is there any recommendation for people regarding sleep and what they need to do in terms of hours or, or what? Yeah, this is a great topic and a really great question. And I find that, again, it's about looking at the demands of your day. So really we need to be sleeping, you know, seven to eight to even nine hours per night. And, you know, you have to look at your demands. So let's say you're having a really good week. You're feeling good. You're eating good. Your meal prep went great. You're drinking your smoothie in the morning. Maybe that's when you can subtract an hour of sleep from your schedule Um, But let's say the next week maybe you missed a couple workouts, you're feeling a bit more sluggish, you want to pay attention to your body, and those are the times where the body needs sleep. Sleep is a restorative process. Um, So other times maybe you're sick, maybe you're a new mom, Uh, maybe you're, um, you're lacking sleep there. So you've got to really pay attention to what's happening if you have a deadline at work, if you're working more hours. Um, And so you've got to modify it that way. Um, but sleep is really important, and I find that, you know, it's what I like to teach about, it's not just, you know, your head hits the pillow, you're good, you're healthy. It's the idea of looking at what is your sleeping routine, and I talk about research-based ideas of sleep pillows because I find that that's another big market as well. I mean, people are spending lots of money on probiotics, but people are also spending so much money on pillows and mattresses and lumbar supports. And so you really want to be focused and really understand the science behind it. So what is the best pillow or or does that vary? I have actually a friend in New York who has um, some challenges with digestion and she bought something that's a whole, a whole mattress that's, or whatever it is that's on a slant not just a pillow. <laughs> I thought that was a little bit extreme, but she said it's helping her with her digestive issues. You know, it's really interesting, and, 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 I, and I bet it is. And a lot of what I talk about in my course is the idea of pillow height. And so a lot of studies will do, a, you know, a trial of a really low pillow, somewhere in the middle, and then something that's really, really high. And consistent, consistently across the board, um, Pillows with, like, that medium height tend to do really, really well. 
But if you think about your neck, like if you right now actually took your hand and put it, you know, behind your neck, you would feel that it's it's different from, from the back of your head, like the base of your skull, right? Like there is a nice C curve that happens in the neck and then it transitions into the top of your head. And so what you need to do is provide your neck a different support versus that of the back of your head. So a really flat pillow, they tend to not do well as well. And so people with acid reflux or even sleep apnea. So I tend to like the pillows that have a different distribution right under the neck and then underneath the base of the skull, you want it to be flat. And so the pillows that tend to do really well are actually the water pillows and the orthopedic pillows with the, with the C-curve, like or the memory foam pillows. And that's because they're able to distribute the forces better. I have one of those. <laughs> and and yeah. when I, sometimes when I'm traveling and I'm at a hotel or – they don't, you know, I can't, I don't bring my pillow along, and, it, and it's just such a difference, like you said. Now, do, when people are getting, when people are older, do they need less sleep? Because I've had a lot of, of clients who seem to talk about as they're older, they're, they're, they, don't, they don't feel that they need that much sleep. They're not getting that much sleep. Is there a difference with, with our aging or, or no? I mean, which age group are you are you thinking about? Like, if we think about infants, infants sleep a lot, right? If we right. Think about elderly patients, elderly patients also sleep a lot as well because you think about the strength of the body, right? Like the resilience. Like infants and elderly people are more susceptible um, to the challenges of of daily life, right? So maybe maybe that person's just having a really good week. I think it kind of goes back to that. Like some people are really set in their routine. And they don't break from their routine very much. And so, again, it's easy for them to, you know, give up a couple hours of sleep because, you know, they're not feeling so challenged. So I think that you should always think about your strategy. What do you need, right? So it's important to to take a look at the overall picture but also individualize it. Is that what, that's what you're saying? I want to get yeah, back exactly. a little bit to my, Sorry, I want to get back a little bit to probiotics because I think that's so key to health. If How can people get probiotics? I don't mean like where, but what's the best way to take it? And, and you had mentioned that it's also something within food. So give us some more information in terms of different food sources and what, uh, how, what other ways we can make sure that we're putting that good bacteria back into our bodies. Right. Again, so you want to have, it all starts with that balanced diet, right? And so you want to stay away from the processed foods and low-fiber diets because that's what allows the bad bacteria to overwhelm the good guys, right? And then you're going to diminish function of the body. And you want to look at your alcohol consumption, um, sugar, refined processed foods, pain meds, all these different things, that's what's going to feed the bad bacteria. So then you're going to switch into, you know, healthier options, the fruits, the veggies, the salads, um, the organic foods. Those are really good sources of, you know, replenishing and keeping the good bacteria strong. I like to take a supplement, but that's just me, again, because, you know, there's only so much sauerkraut I could really eat <laughs> to get the probiotics. <laughs> you're looking at fermented foods, right? Um, it's not something that I can do so well every day. But, again, that's just me, right? Some people love it, right? Um, well, I don't again, I, people, I guess so. <laughs> that's a lot of sauerkraut. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so, 
you know, again, looking at the yogurt, and again, for me, I do the yogurt every day. Um, so I wanted to look into um, a supplement. And the supplement, actually, there's actually like a powdered form now that's out there. But really, you can keep it so simple, right? And so I think it's such a great topic. People should learn more about it. So I don't like to overwhelm people. So it's really as simple as going to a health food store, looking at the probiotics that are available, and then just getting into the routine of taking the pill every morning. You know, that's what I do. I have a probiotic that I keep in the refrigerator, and every morning I just pop one of those, and, and it's good. And I feel, you know, I feel good from doing that. What ha- Now, we talked a little bit about, you know, how probiotics can really help and, and diminish the bad bacteria and create more of a balance. And we talked about food. What else, other than probiotics, you know, can help people create more of a balance within their system? Well, I tend to think that um, a lot of what I see in my office is inflammation, right? And so my other go-to, my favorite, is the omega-3. So the fish oils, and if you don't like the fish, you know, looking at a flaxseed alternative. But there was a study done, I was talking about muscle soreness, and then this prompted me to write this article actually too, but um, what can you do for muscle soreness? And so if you take a fish oil consecutively for seven days, it can cut the inflammation in the body, and it was related to a study of patients with rheumatoid arthritis. So rheumatoid arthritis is a very high inflammatory process in the body. And I thought, wow, this is really, really great too, because we are actually eating foods that inflame the body. So when foods break down and we're upping the levels of prostaglandins in the body, which are inflammatory compounds. And so I think that we're really inflamed and we're eating a lot of sugar. I think so too. Now, do you, it's, you know, I was looking, doing some research because you sent me your bio, uh, medical acupuncture certificate. Do you also do that in your office or, or no acupuncture? So I did I did absolutely take the course, and I took it in Canada. I don't actually practice um, acupuncture here in Philadelphia in the States. Um, it was more something that I did in Canada, and I think it was just, you know, it's just one of those things where the, the course just doesn't transfer over from country to country. Um, but you can still do things like acupressure. So those same points that I learned about, you can apply pressure, you know, just with your thumb um, to get release. And so I do a lot of acupressure for headache patients. And acupuncture is, I mean, acupressure is really great because, like you said, it still goes with the meridians. It still does the points that people need, and and you're very knowledgeable in that. What else do we need to know? I know sometimes when I go into a health food store, people think, wow, it's a health food store, so I don't have to read labels or whatever. But I was shocked one day when I went into one of the health stores in, you know, in my area and took a look at some of the products. And they still have, like you said, a lot of um, fructose or whatever. And so how can we get better educated about what we need for ourselves and for our, for our health? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's why, that's one of the reasons, again, why I like to to do the Rx. So, you know, find a source of inspiration for yourself. You know, is it 
do you like reading articles? Is there a blog that you really like? Is there something that can, you know, turn that switch on and say, hey, I'm going to look at this differently or I'm going to try to understand this differently. And I think that, you know, generally with supplements, like if you look at vitamin C, you can't really go wrong with the vitamin C, right? So we shouldn't feel overwhelmed about supplementation. I think it's the more um, like the omega-3s where you want the source of the supplement to be very high or to work really well. So you can walk in, it's true, you can walk into a vitamin store and you can see all these things and you could just go in there for something really basic, but then there's all these things that are combinations. You get the vitamin C with maybe the B vitamins and it goes together. And so I think that if you really just understand the goal, if you keep it simple, if you go in, you look for the product that you need and, you know, you don't feel overwhelmed, um, and you just start supplementing, and it's all about consistency, right? Um, so you don't have to take some crazy shake or some crazy tea um, or, you know, take seven pills every morning, you know, like keeping it really simple. And that's why I like to get a plan that's derived by a healthcare practitioner. So if somebody comes into my office and we do an adjustment and they want something to speed up their healing, I always talk about food because food is medicine and I love supplementation. I think it's so important. And so I really talk with them one-on-one and I say, hey, this is what are you taking? Maybe you don't really need this. Maybe right now at this point in your life, you need to try the vitamin C. You need to try the B-complex. You need to bump up your omega-3s and really staying focused there. You know, I think that's great because you also, obviously, you're a chiropractor, and so you do a lot of other kinds of things other than than checking whether they're taking probiotics or or whatever. And we haven't spent any time on chiropractic care. That's for another conversation. But very quickly, because years ago, and I've done chiropractic, I mean, I am a strong proponent of chiropractic care because I believe it saved my life years ago. But many people and also many physicians over the years, not not so much recently, have given chiropractic care a bad rap. In a few sentences, and like I said, we're going to have to go back and, and revisit this, what does chiropractic care do? What are the benefits of chiropractic care? There's so many benefits of chiropractic care. And so when you meet with a chiropractor, we do a full body evaluation, and it's finding the root of the problem. So if you come in with neck pain, for example, your chiropractor is going to evaluate you, a full history, orthopedic exam, diagnosis, you talk with you about the diagnosis. And an adjustment is using your hands. It's a high-velocity, low-amplitude thrust where you might hear that popping noise, kind of similar to opening up, you know, a soda can, right, that noise, the release of gas. But when you align your spine, you're removing interference, right? And so it all goes back to this balance. You know, we talked about balancing the gut, balancing inflammation, balancing your body. And so if you can create an environment where your body can thrive, you know, that's optimal for health. And so chiropractic maximizes health through eliminating interferences within your spine. Beautifully said. And the spine, I mean, it's also related to some uh, – uh, before I'll go to to – no offense, folks, but but I will go to my chiropractor when I even have allergy symptoms or whatever because when I get an adjustment on the spine, it also can alleviate other kinds of, of symptomology that you know in the body, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, nerve interference, balancing muscles, you know, just 
you know, keeping that foundation strong, right? You know, the nerves are connected to so many different functions, your muscles, your organs. And so um, chiropractic, that's what it does, full body alignment. Which is all about health, and you do a great job with that. Tell us a little bit more, Dr. Tahir, how people can get a hold of you, find out more about your RX show, and find out more about you actually have something on YouTube, I think, about probiotics, too. So, So give our listeners more information. Absolutely. So you can go to my website, rubinatahir.com. You can watch the RX every week and be inspired at mynearphilly.com. And if you're looking for some daily health inspiration, you can check out my Instagram. It's dr underscore rubina, so dr underscore rubina. And I like to put motivating tips and facts on my Instagram, again, just to motivate you, to get you to think about things differently. Let's change the conversation. Let's look at natural ways of health and healing. And on Twitter, you can find me at Cairo Rubina. But, you know, if all else fails, just go to my website, rubinatier.com, and you can find all these other great resources. And that's R-U-B-I-N-A-T-A-H-I-R, Rubina Tahir. Yep. So we only have a minute or so left. What do you want to leave our listeners with, Dr. Tahir? I mean, I think that we really just need to sometimes sit down and have a hard conversation with ourselves and say, hey, do I have bad habits? What can I do to really change this up? Because like I said, you're in control of your body. And you can really, you know, make some gains with small changes. And I mean, I'm sure with you, too, you know, taking a probiotic every day, you probably felt a difference right away. So, so let's try something different and, you know, work with a healthcare practitioner to start achieving some of these health and wellness goals. Wonderful. Thanks so much for being a great guest. I wish you much success with the RX show on um does it air? When is when does it air? Or is that does it matter? It's just on continuously for people. We have new content each and every week. So if you go there, you don't necessarily see the RX. You can be inspired by fashion, sports, Philly inspired. There's so many different things that that are there online. But um, every week we have new content. Okay, so it's so it's not like you have to tune in on Wednesday or whatever. It's just there, and people can have access to find out more about all the wonderful health benefits that are on your RX show. Yeah, absolutely. You can definitely see past episodes as well. Wonderful. Thanks so much, and I appreciate you taking your time out of your busy schedule, and hopefully we'll talk again soon. Thanks, Dr. White. I appreciate you. Thanks so much, Dr. Tahir. Have a blessed day. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. Remember to go to... Dr. Tahir's website, Rubina, R-U-B-I-N-A-T-A-H-I-R.com, and her new show on mynewphilly.com, the RX show, for wonderful health tips and to find out so much more about not only health for you, but also for your family, and to really check on what are you doing. You are responsible for your health. Yes, you can go to physicians and and chiropractors, but you, like Dr. Tahir said, have that conversation with yourself. Sit down and, and figure out, what am I doing? Is all, 
Is everything I'm doing on the run? Am I planning my menus, as Dr. Tahir suggested? Am I really taking a look at what the health benefits of certain supplements and what I need to do in terms of raw foods? Everything that Dr. Tahir talked about today, you are in charge, which is really about what this show is, Power Your Life, because basically you are in charge. You have the ability to power your life each and every day by the choices you make and not just the choices in your food intake, by the choices that you make in in terms of your thoughts, even in terms of your interactions and relationships. So remember, think about more and more ways to empower yourself. Next week we're shifting gears, August 3rd, and I hope I'm pronouncing this person correctly, Zen Crier Dubrook, and she is going to talk about your inner GPS, follow your guidance to optimal health, happiness, and satisfaction. If you missed any part of this show and missed hearing all of the wonderful words of wisdom and health that Dr. Tahir told us, you can go to Blog Talk Radio. You can also go to my website, Dr. Dr. Joanne, J-O-A-N-N-E-W-H-I-T-E dot com. And we love to hear feedback so that we can provide shows for you that benefit you and that pique your interest. Have a blessed day wherever you are and empower yourself today. Thanks for being here. You've been listening to the Power Your Life radio show with host and author Dr. Joanne White. Listen often and spread the word about the Upbeat Show to enrich you and grow your life in the direction you desire. Listen again and again and visit DocWhite.org for more information and find out how Dr. Joanne can benefit you. Thank you for sharing your day with us and stay tuned for more exciting guests and events to come. When you don't go to Geico.com, car insurance can seem intense. Like, breakup R&B intense. I thought you said you loved the sweater that I got you. If you didn't, you could have told me. Geico makes it easy. Just go to Geico.com anytime to update or check your policy. Without all the extra drama. I even had a gift receipt. Bow season. It's what you've been waiting for all year long. This year, make sure you're ready with all the right gear at Cabela's Bowhunting Classic. Speak to the industry experts, see the latest equipment, and save big. Get $50 off a Bear Archery Cruiser Compound Bow Package and $250 off Vortex Talon HD 8x32 Binos. Plus, take $60 off a Bushnell Trophy Cam HD Aggressor 14-megapixel trail camera. Come to Cabela's Bowhunting Classic. Shop in-store and online at cabelas.com.